You're listening to Arira Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, DJ Jamie. This is Humans of Jeju. Hello, Jay. Welcome into the studio. Yay. Yay. It's Jay Hi, time. Jamie. <laughs> it's 2023. Oh, yeah. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Ooh la la. Mm. <laughs> How was it for you? Did you have a good start to the new year? Yeah, um, I actually wanted to go see the um, sunrise mm-hmm. on the first day. Oh, but, but it sounds like there's going to be a butt there. Yeah, couldn't wake up. Oh, no. <laughs> but I heard I was pretty lucky because um, a lot of people who went out to see the uh, sunrise, mm. they weren't able to see it because it was kind of cloudy. Oh, yeah, that so, can happen. So I was pretty lucky. It's actually hard to see the sunrise you know, mm, on a very too. clear day. And yes. You have to be up early. <laughs> So my start was very lucky. Okay. I got to sleep more. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good way to start the new year. I think I'm going to do that every year now, like spend more time sleeping in the first week. <laughs> okay, you're going to introduce somebody to us today, aren't you? Yes, of course. We always have someone to introduce. So why don't we go ahead, right, uh, and listen to today's Human of Jeju first. Okay. 안녕하세요. 저는... 고산에서 사진관을 운영하고 있는 홍린이라고 합니다. Oh, that was short. Very short, right? <laughs> yes, short please, and please explain. Quick introduction. Uh, <laughs> okay. We have just heard from a photographer, Honglin, mm-hmm. uh, who runs a studio in Kozanli village mm-hmm. called Nurin Sajingwa. All right, it's so like slow. Meaning slow. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that word. And today we're going to tell her story about how she came to start a photo studio mm-hmm. in a very remote village of Jeju called Kozanli Village. Okay. And we're also going to talk about the activities that she does while taking pictures mm-hmm. as well. I see. And a lot of people, when they think about Kozanli, they kind of comment that it's like a faraway village, mm. uh, right? Yeah. But has she always been a photographer? So. Actually, she hasn't been a photographer all her life. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the job that she had before becoming a photographer was totally different. Oh. And it was the opposite of what she was doing. Really? But she started to take pictures after being inspired from a certain event in her life. Mm. So let's first listen to what her story is about. Okay. I was born in Gyeongsang. 그때 명절 때 내려가서 거제도 쪽을 이렇게 여행을 하고 있는데 그때 거가대교라고 그 다리가 처음 생겼거든요. 그래서 그 다리를 이렇게 가족들끼리 지나가자 이러면서 드라이브를 하는데 그 햇빛을 반짝이는 그 바다랑 작은 작은 섬들이 되게 많거든요. 그 섬들이 너무 예뻐 보이는 거예요. 그래서 그때 막연하게 우리나라에도 이렇게 예쁜 섬이 있다니 하면서 섬에 들어가서 여행을 하면서 사진을 찍어야겠다 이래가지고 그때부터 본격적으로 배우기 시작했던 것 같아요. Oh, the beautiful picture is going up on our YouTube live stream chat right now. But yes. please do explain. And that's the picture of today's human of Jeju, Hongmin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before coming to Jeju, she was born and grew up in the Gyeongsangdo province mm-hmm. in the mainland. And while there was the event was that while taking a drive around the Gojedo Island, mm-hmm. which is island of the Gyeongsangnam-do province on the southeast end of Korea, mm-hmm. and she was driving with her parents during the holidays. She mentioned that this was when the Kogadegyo Bridge, mm-hmm. the bridge that connects the islands with the mainland, was built. And what caught her eyes was the shining sea from the reflecting sunlight. Mm-hmm. 
and the beautiful small islands around the sea. I see. So seeing and realizing that there are many beautiful islands around Korea, Mm -hmm. she decided she would travel the islands and take pictures. And like that was when she all of a sudden uh, changed her career and started to learn photography. I see. Interesting. So it's normal to think about doing something new all of a sudden, but not really easy to put it to actual practice. You mentioned she was doing something very opposite to what she's doing now. So can you tell us about that work? She mentioned that she actually majored in chemistry. Oh, I see. So I don't know how you're going to put chemistry and photography Hmm. together. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, so it was very opposite. Mm -hmm. And right after graduating, she said she was lucky to have worked in a lab until she turned 28. So it was when she was 28 and on that holiday of that year when she decided on her new goal of photography. I see. Uh, Also, even before she made the decision, she, she did say that she is a very free spirit person. Who does not pursue living a life like doing only one thing Mm -hmm. for the rest of her life. So even though she did enjoy doing chemical researches and being a chemist, she said that she was always kind of searching for something new. Mm -hmm. And whenever she finds something new, the work that she was doing, she says she graduates from it. Oh, so instead of some people would say we retire from work, right, she right, kind right. of puts it as like graduate. I mm. see. So not just graduating from school, but also graduating from the work that she did sounds quite interesting. Yes. And the way she mentioned this, she tried to make learning photography easy to approach, Ooh. like taking it small steps mm-hmm. rather than some people like to take like those big steps. You know, yeah. if you want to learn it, you make it into a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Um, she believes that photography is something that anyone can do if they just put their mind to it. Mm -hmm. So with such mind, she started and wanting to learn more professionally, she did find the work uh, working as a photography assistant as well. Oh, wow. So she did actually start off by doing that uh, professionally. Then was her new job as an assistant here in Jeju Island? Uh, no, actually, her new job did have an influence on her moving to Jeju, oh. but it didn't start here from the beginning. Okay. First, she mentioned that she learned how to use the indoor lightings at a photo studio in Seoul. Mm-hmm. And learning about the lighting uh, was how she fell in love with the job. Mm. And wanting to work in photography, she made a determination to do photography for the next 10 years. Oh, I see. So that's... Like at least 10 years she's going to do this work. She Uh made that determination. Before she graduates from photography. Right, right. (laughs) But while working uh, for the studio in Seoul, the company built a branch studio in Jeju Mm -hmm. where she was assigned to. Oh. And at the time, she didn't imagine she would live in Jeju Mm -hmm. and thought she would kind of come here, help out, and then go back to Seoul once she was finished. Uh, But things will be a little bit different as we go on. Oh. Okay, interesting. If you are in Jeju, 88.7 in Jeju City, 88.1 in Sogipu City, 101.9 in the Daejeon area. Today we're introducing photo studio owner Hong Nin, and we talked about how she all of a sudden changed her career from working in a lab as a chemist to doing photography after falling in love with the islands around the nation. So working in a photo studio and being assigned to a branch studio in Jeju, what was going through her mind as this happened to her? So let's first listen about um, how she was feeling before coming to Jeju Island. Okay. 
제 인생에서 모든 게 정착이 안 되어 있을 때였거든요. 그리고 이렇게 일, 뭐 사랑, 내가 사는 곳 이런 거 모든 것이 어느 한 곳에 정착되길 바라지 않았어요. 그때는. 그래서 외국에 여행을 갔다가 돌아와서 재정비를 해서 다시 나가려고 했었고 그러던 중에 이제 잠깐 그러면은 일을 더 해보자 특히 또 제주도를 간다 보내준다고 하니 여기서 일을 또 해보자 해가지고 제주도에 딱 왔는데 뭔가 내가 살던 그 도시랑은 너무 다르고 또 반면에 너무나 생뚱맞은 해외도 아니고 그러니까 그리고 이제 더군다나 이렇게 일자리가 있는 상황이었잖아요 그 회사에서 뭐 집이나 차나 이런 거를 다 이렇게 지원을 해줬거든요 그러니까 가족들도 너무나 안심하고 그래서 그때 저 마음이나 제 상황은 모든 게 어디 한 곳에 정착 없이 다 이렇게 떠돌고 싶은 상황이었는데 제주도 딱 왔는데 그 갈증을 약간 제주도가 좀 해소시켜줬던 것 같아요. So while she was speaking, mm-hmm. uh, we were showing photos that she took right, uh, right. on the screen right. for our listeners, which is actually very beautiful. Mm. Um, but please explain what she just said. So before coming to Jeju, she mentioned that she kind of had this desire of not wanting her life to settle down in one place. Mm-hmm. So everything from work to place where she lived to even love, mm-hmm. she mentioned she was... Uh, they were something that she did not want to settle on and was something that she was kind of wandering around about. Mm. Uh, So having such mind at the time, she said uh, there were times that she would just go travel abroad, Mm. come back, Mm -hmm. kind of reorganize and start a new life all over. Wow. Uh, That was how she was living her life at the time and that was what she was planning on until she lived in Jeju. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, life in Jeju, she mentioned, had a different feeling. Mm. There was something about Jeju that kind of filled her heart of wanting to now settle down. Mm. And when she said she moved to Jeju, it was the 70th, uh, 70th year anniversary of April 3rd incident. Oh. And while traveling around, she began to see a whole new side of Jeju mm-hmm. and that she really never knew before. Mm-hmm. So look, leaving here and kind of seeing and feeling different things about Jeju, Uh, Than the things that she knew about, Mm -hmm. like such as the history and how even the weather kind of frequently changes. Mm -hmm. She started to sense that Jeju will be a place where she wants to settle for a long period of time. Mm, Interesting. So I guess it kind of, you know, in in a way, it kind of sounds like um, it has enough changes that she could settle down Mm. here. Okay, so that's how she finally uh, decided to settle down on Jeju Island. Then what about her job after being assigned to the branch studio in Jeju? What was that like? So the studio that she first worked at was actually right next to the Jeju provincial government office. Okay. And at the time, she mentioned that she came along with other male employees from the Seoul branch mm-hmm. to open the studio and kind of get started here in Jeju. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she was the only one left to stay mm-hmm. and run the um, studio. Oh. So in the beginning, she mentioned that it seemed like all the people, all the Jeju people living around her kind of seemed to be very curious <laughs> about her mm-hmm. and was kind of observing her uh-huh. to see why she was here uh-huh. and what she was doing. And she even said she lived on the second floor of the photo studio that she worked. Mm -hmm. And next door lived a grandmother Mm -hmm. who she mentioned would always kind of sit on the stairs and observe what she was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds very Jeju, right? It does. (laughs) Uh, But being a person who gets along with others very easily, she mentioned she was able to become friends with the neighboring Samchunder. Mm -hmm. 
and make and that kind of made her time go by fast like from days to months and then it became years wow interesting so she must have a like a really friendly personality it sounds mm-hmm. um so while living on jeju island i've heard that she started a special project as well yes so let's listen about the project first okay siot project를 혼자 하기 시작했어요 그게 뭐냐면 그 시옷으로 시작하는 그 다양한 것들을 저 혼자 아카이빙 하는 건데 어뭐 예를 들어서 섬 그다음에 뭐 제가 찍고 있는 사진 뭐 사랑 사람 뭐삶 이런 것들 그런 것들 이제 아카이빙 하는 중에 제일 첫 번째가 그제 자화상 가지고 그 사진을 이제 찍기 시작하면서부터 이제 셀프 포트레이스를 계속 찍는데 그때 이제 혼자 저지리에 있으면서 그 다양한 시도를 많이 했던 것 같아요. 그래서 자화상 찍어서 그걸로 이제 제일 첫 시옷 프로젝트를 이제 그때 전시를 같이 했고 그 프로젝트를 하면서 그냥 단순히 사진만 이렇게 찍는 게 아니라 그 사진에 대한 그 분위기나 느낌 어떻게 보면 이제 사진 그 피사체는 한 사람이잖아요. 그한 사람인데 조명이나 뭐 색깔로 전혀 다른 분위기를 연출할 수 있고 또 거기에 담겨 있는 의미가 또 있다 이런 거를 옆에 같이 글로 같이 써서 전시를 했었거든요. Beautiful photos were being showed again by the way. So could you please explain? So the project was Shiot project, mm-hmm. uh, which she took pictures and held an exhibition as well. Mm-hmm. What this Shiot project is archiving the photographs of the things that have the Korean letter character Shiot. Mm-hmm. You know the Shiot. Yeah. S- like such as Sam, Saram, Sarang, Sarm. Mm-hmm. So it's like a the Korean alphabet. Right. Mm-hmm. The Shiot. Shiot. Uh, she mentioned that she especially loves the word that mm-hmm. has the Shiot in them. Oh. And the first theme that she did was self-portrait. Mm-hmm. So taking pictures of herself, because one thing that uh one thing that includes all the words such as Saram, Sarang, Sarm. She thought of was her. Oh, I see. You know, because people love and life. It kind of dis- defined her. I see. And while doing the project, she felt it was the time for her to start a photo studio mm-hmm. and exhibition space of her own as well. Mm-hmm. So she moved to Choji Artist Village area. So there, she held an exhibition of her self-portrait. And for the exhibition, she mentioned she tested various ways with lighting to show how one person's face can give different feelings to lighting as well. Uh-huh. And even wrote words to describe her feeling at the time. Okay, so this project is called Chiot Project. Very interesting title. And it sounds like anyone can be the theme of the project as well. It's amazing to realize that there are so many lovely words that start with Chiot, uh, like you mentioned, 사람, 사랑, 삶. And I guess this means that the Chiot Project can be archiving forever. Yes, so she mentioned in the beginning of wanting to take pictures for the next 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And the subject for her SHIELD project seems to be infinite. Right. Uh, another thing that she's doing with her SHIELD project is SHOSHIK. Uh-huh. We got another SHIELD in there, which means news. Mm-hmm. And recently she's writing letters for people who live far away from her mm-hmm. and is collecting the letters as well and slowly collecting them one by one. She thinks it will be the second exhibition of the SHIELD project. Oh, wow. Uh, also, while running her studio, Nudin Sajingwan, she's writing a hand letter for the customers as well. Ooh. She mentioned that wanting her customers to kind of cherish the moment 
of taking picture in Jeju for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. She sends the photographs slowly through postal services. Oh, and, so that it takes its time. Right, so that it takes its time. And that is why the word Nurin is the name of the photo studio as well. Mm-hmm. And that was when she moved to Chajiri to Gosanli village to open and run the Nurin studio. Oh, wow. Thank you for that explanation. What was it about Gosanli village that made her want to open and run her studio there? I'm curious. So a reason for her to move out of the Chajiri uh, studio, she mentioned, was because of another change in her life. Mm-hmm. And at the time in the Chajiri, she mentioned that she came in contact with various artists and small store owners who gather and run flea markets and exhibitions. Mm-hmm. And while doing so, she says she fell in love with a painting, which led her to find the love of her life. Uh, the artist of the painting, the man that she fell in love with, was just like her in that she didn't major in art, mm-hmm. but uh, but he became a painter even though he didn't major in art. Uh-huh. So Hong Lin, uh, who thought she would never settle down, actually met an artist she loves, Ooh. and she got married here on oh, Jeju. Oh, I'm so happy for her. That's so romantic. Uh, so a man who paints and a woman who takes photos meeting together and falling in love. How nice. Yes. So she mentioned that all this was really unexpected and she didn't imagine getting married in Jeju. So now having a family of her own, she mentioned that she wanted to live next to close friends, mm-hmm. like good friends of hers. And that's how they moved and opened a studio in Kozanli. Okay. So when they first moved to Kozanli, mm-hmm. uh, there was only one pub, they said, her and her photo studio and only a few restaurants. But now in Kozanli, there's cafes, gift shops, and stores that are coming in. Oh. So the village that used to be kind of quiet and down and pretty dead mm-hmm. was now finding energy and becoming lively as they moved to the village oh, as well. Oh, that's good to hear as well. So you wonder who would live in such a remote area, but listening to her story, the village sounds like a very ideal place for people with their own stories together and live together. Also, I know that it is a great place where you have the orums, the sea, the kochawar nearby to go anytime you want to. Yes, and it is. It's a small village, but she mentioned they got everything that you need. Uh, They have elementary, middle, and high school. She mentioned that her studio is actually right in front of the elementary school. And she even enjoys saying hi to the children who recognize Mm. her every time. (laughs) So we also talked about uh, maybe a memorable moment that she had running the studio as well. Mm -hmm. So should we listen? Sure. (laughs) 이렇게 막 왔다 갔다 하면서 떡볶이 사 먹고 인사하고 막 그랬던 친구가 교복을 말끔하게 이렇게 차려 입고 와가지고 학생증을 찍는데 너무 이렇게 뭉클한 거예요. 너무 눈물이 나는 거예요. 그래서 이한 곳에서 이렇게 오래 있, 있다는 거그 이렇게 이렇게 한이 동네의 친구들이 이렇게 자라나는 모습도 같이 볼수 있는 거구나 이러면서 되게 그때 사진 찍으면서 되게 뭉클했어요. Mm. What was she so touched about? Yes, so one day, uh, one of the students who uh, had come to the studio to take a middle school picture, mm-hmm. like he was going into middle school and he came to take picture, but she remembered this kid as when he was in like third, fourth grade, mm-hmm. kind of 
running no- he had a very runny nose eating mm. uh, rice cakes mm-hmm. and she remembered that but to see the little boy who now was kind of neatly dressed mm. in a school uniform uh-huh. it kind of moved her oh I see and that was when she also realized that living in one neighborhood for mm-hmm. a long time means you get to see the children's grow up oh wow Uh, Since middle school students grow up fast, she also mentioned about parents buying them uniform that are kind of big on them. (laughs) And and the moment she remembers the most is taking pictures for those students as they moved up from elementary to middle school. Mm -hmm. And seeing the children grow up, uh, it was also what made her think about running the studio in Gozan Lee for a long period of time. Because she wants to watch them grow as well. Oh, I see. Wow, that's really interesting. So before she came to Jeju, it sounded like she would not settle down, but uh, finally she did. And it looks like she's really found her purpose here in the village called Kosanli. You want to message me? Go A R I R A N G. ArirangRadio.com. We're talking about um, a photographer, Hong Lin, who's the owner of Nudin Sajinguan, who lives in the Kosani village. And can you tell us more about her life in the village? Yes. Uh, so first of all, Hong Lin is, she's a very active person. Mm-hmm. She likes to plan events as well. So as small business owners begin to increase in Kosan Lee mm-hmm. around her studio, she wanted to do something fun. All together and gathered up all the owners. Oh. And together they held a flea market on the street of Gozanli village. Oh. Uh, even though all the owners are like friends and neighbors, uh, they, and using the parking spaces on the street, last year they held a flea market to sell used items mm-hmm. and fun and interesting items that they have as well. And during the market, she mentioned that a lot of visitors from outside came along. Uh, they came to the flea market and also village neighbors, they enjoyed it as well. I see. Uh, which made the street very fun like a festival. And seeing such good response, the village actually proposed doing the flea market in a bigger scale next oh, time. Oh, I see. And last month, mm-hmm. they used the, um, they did it again and they used up the whole street where the stores are at, and they even held a flea market and even had a concert inviting in a singer (gasps) as well. Wow, that sounds awesome. So it's hard to imagine a festival being held in a very rural and remote village like Gozani, but I guess that it is possible when you have talented people like Hong Lin, you know, helping, putting in effort to gather people. And uh, when you're living together with people like that in a village, it's possible. Mm. So being talented as she is, it would seem like there are so many things that uh, she would like to do. So we did ask her about her plans from now on. Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned before, the first plan of hers is to run the photo studio for a long period of time. Mm. Uh, But that does not mean that she wants to do only this job for the rest of her life. Uh, She wants to do it at least for another 10 years before graduating. Uh, (laughs) Uh, And she doesn't know when and what will be the next thing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and when she will graduate from taking picture as well. But anyways, right now she's working as a photographer and along with her husband, who draws pictures, mm-hmm. uh, are running a project together as well. Oh, how nice. And the name of the project is Sai Project. Mm-hmm. The project involves the couple traveling together while she takes pictures and her husband draw pictures. Oh, okay. And they're currently planning their um, finished work. And what Sai, 
AI stands for is street art in. Oh, that's what it means. So, for example, if this project is held in Jeju, then it is street art in Jeju. Oh, okay. That's what Sai stands mm. for. It's so, not your singer Sai. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's different. Right. So the couple came up with such titles so that wherever they go, they would be able to come up with a title as well. Well, it is lovely to hear that the couple is doing a project together and sounds like a really cool project at the same time. And living in a special place, I believe today uh, she has a very special spot of her own to introduce for our listeners. Uh, yes, she did. And so let's first listen. Hallasan, 첫날 한라산 아래 중산간 이상으로 올라가면 그 엄청 드넓은 초원처럼 이렇게 펼쳐져 있어요. 거기가 새별울음 목장지대여서 그런지 모르겠는데 이렇게 길이 좁은 길이 나오거든요. 그길 양옆으로 엄청 넓은 초원인데 이렇게 초록색 밭에 하얀 눈이 내려 있거나 아니면은 뭐 초록 잔디에 뭐 초록색 삼나무에 하얀 눈이 쌓여 있거나 그런 장면이 되게 예쁘더라고요. 사실 눈이 왔을 때는 나무들이 다 시들어서 초록색 나무가 별로 없잖아요. 그런데 제주도에서 매력 중에 하나가 눈이 내려도 초록색 나무를 같이 볼수 있다는 게 되게 매력인 것 같은데 그 저지리에서 그막 지나서 그 평화로 타고 올라가는 길그 길을 추천합니다. <웃음> mm, please explain what she just mentioned. So before Christmas, uh, we did have a lot of snow here on Jeju Island, mm-hmm. and whenever it snows. Uh, a lot like it did there's a place that she likes to go to Mm -hmm. she didn't know the address or the name of the place exactly so she explained it as if she was to drive there drive to the area Mm -hmm. so i don't know if you know our listeners will know but if you drive out from jajiri village Mm -hmm. and you take the pyeongharo road to pass gumak area and go up towards halazan area uh, under the mountain, in the mid, under the Hala mountain, in the mid mountainous area, there's this wide open grassland. Okay. And she recommends visiting when the grassland uh, is filled with snow, mm. so that you can actually see the green grass field and the green cedar snow tree together. Yeah, covered it with has this that contrast. white snow. Exactly. Yes. Well, thank you so much for the introduction. It was a very interesting human of Jeju that you told us about today. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com forward slash wonders of Jeju. Or you can check out our Facebook page at Wonders of Jeju as well as our Instagram page at Wonders of Jeju. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island.